And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a hopefully recorded episode of We Want to Believe. And hopefully no fire alarms go off. Yeah. It was a surprise for me listening to that last episode that all of that was (laughs) left in. So I hope you all enjoyed that window into my life. Yeah. Zach asked me, can I leave this in? And I said yes. So... (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then I, like, run into a chair or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, What an episode to talk about today. Do we have anything first? There was something I was going to say. I accidentally shared last week's Instagram post on my personal page. Yeah. Maybe that got us new listeners. I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. Welcome, if you're new. Just a reminder, as we're at the beginning of this episode, we are always looking for new uh, creepy stories that Mulder and Scully could theoretically investigate, so please send them to us. Email us at wewanttobelievepod at gmail.com or send them through Instagram at wewanttobelievepod. Yes. Any sort of spooky or unexplained or... I mean, You're really, think of all of... the different types of X-Files episodes there yeah. are. I'm sure something's happened to you yeah. that was, well, maybe not as weird as an <laughs> X-File. I said that real confidently. I don't know. Um, I don't think I have anything to really contribute. I mean, there was that ghost cat. What was the deal with that ghost cat? Ghost. Well, didn't you also see a black dog? I, so, I don't know. This is one of these weird things with memory. Mm-hmm. I, I remember going upstairs when I was little and my bedroom was at the very end of the hallway and I was probably three or four. That sounds right to me. I pictured you about four. Yeah. Okay. And I can picture a giant black dog standing in the, like just past the doorway in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. I I don't know now if that was like a dream or like it's it's too long ago for me to know. I I thought it happened, but I was so little, it's possible it was something else. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought I thought I saw glowing golden eyes when I was just a little bit older than that. And I can sure picture how it looked, but I also feel I'd say at least 50 percent confident (laughs) there weren't really glowing golden eyes in my closet. Yeah. Yeah. 40, 50, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but there is a tradition of seeing black dogs and it being there spooky. There is, the grim. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, um, I... Maybe when it was we were, serious black. When we were in Scotland, um, we were at this outdoor market in Edinburgh and we found a place called Black Dog Coffee. Oh! And their logo is a three-legged black greyhound. Oh. And, yeah, we bought some of it for, for our friends Chris and Tasha, who uh, we share the dogs with. And the guy had, like, a, what do you call it, like a banner in, on his booth, and it had all these pictures of his black greyhound. Oh. And so we started talking to him, of course, and he told us how it's also, he named it that for his black dog, mm-hmm. and also because the black dog is, like, 
uh, been used to like represent depression. Um, oh. That's like a term that people have used. Winston Churchill referred to his depressive episodes really? as a visit from the black dog. Yeah. And so he talked about how he'd been depressed and how this black greyhound helped him with his depression and brought him out of that. Oh. It was so wonderful. Now, what's interesting is that my black dog is depressed. Oh. <laughs> so. Is he depressed or anxious? Ah. Uh, yeah, I'd call it more anxiety. PTSD. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's PTSD. It's PTSD. Poor Leo. It's, yeah. He's on Prozac. You've, you've heard us talk about Leo before. Leo has a certain chaotic energy. He's <laughs> yes. the one who got out an open window and ran down the street. And... <laughs> yeah. What did yeah. I compare him to? Oh, that alien in the forest in that one episode mm, mm-hmm. um, that just yes. is like running amok and lasering people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He runs amok. He doesn't he does. have laser powers, but... As far as we're I was just about to say... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it was the Grim. Yeah. I would have expected something else to happen in the intervening yeah. thirty years. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was Leo. Is what happened. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Maybe he can time travel. <gasps> oh. Maybe that's why he's so anxious. He's worried about going back in time again, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, at any moment, I could be whisked back into the past. <laughs> oh. oh no. Um. But yeah, send us. You know. Send us your story, yeah. <laughs> as we were saying. Um, and this week, we are talking about tombs, which is all sorts of eventful. Yes. Oh, I did remember the other thing I was going mm. to say, which is, uh, of course, we're recording this before this will air. But uh, coming up soon, we are going to be talking to Audie and JJ at Violin Vice. We're going to be guests on their podcast talking about the Roswell incident. Yes. And uh, and then in the future, they're going to be guests of ours. Awesome. Yes. So if you aren't already listening to Violin Vice, you totally should. Yes. Yeah. Good reminder. Yeah. I also um, have a new podcast out, The Science Lab. Is it out? Um, it will be by the time this airs. Ooh. <laughs> time travel. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the first two episodes are going to be me talking about... Um, they were written by me mm. um, because I needed something for samples for my students. Right. Um, the first one is about the Milwaukee County Poor Farm Cemetery, which is mm. what I did my dissertation work on. And then... A shorter episode is about ossification of bones. What does it mean for something to ossify? Well, you're going to have to listen to the science lab. <laughs> you're not just going to give it away no. on this other podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm going to. That's great. Now yeah. I have more to listen to. Yeah. Okay. So, um, tombs. yeah, tombs. And holy cow, what an opening. Well, I think the, yeah. the cold open kind of shows us tombs yes. right where we left him. Right. Um, so, yeah, if... You'll recall in the episode Squeeze, um, Tombs, who elongates himself and eats people's livers and then hibernates in a creepy paper nest made of newspaper and bile. Yes. Um, he's a unique fella. Yeah. Um, he has to eat like five livers mm-hmm. every 30, 30 years. years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I believe next year is a Tombs year. Oh, right. Yeah. 2023. 2023. Oh, that's Wait, exciting. am I doing my math right? 93? No. I'm no, not. I don't think. 93, yeah. 2003, 2013. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did yeah. do the math right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's I just exciting. had to count that on my fingers. <laughs> um, and no one saw. You could have gotten away yeah. with it. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, if we are still going strong, yeah. you know, maybe we'll see if uh, anybody tries to eat, eat people's livers. Yeah, livers. We'll talk about it. Well, 
as we... Oh, yes. But it won't be tombs, most likely. It won't be tombs, yes. Uh, So we start in Skinner's office. There he is. Finally. Assistant Director Skinner. Finally. And they don't even... They're not even like, hello, Scully. This is the brand new Assistant Mm -hmm. Director Skinner. They're like acting as if she knows him, Mm -hmm. you know? And who is standing behind Skinner? Cigarette smoking man. Yes. Smoking a cigarette. I would like to point out, or interject, I guess I should say... Um, one of my best friends from grad school, her last name is Skinner, and I maintained at the time, still firmly maintain that I would love it if she were my boss someday. Um, just because I would love to have to talk about reporting to Skinner. <laughs> and, uh, so, and Jess, if you're listening, I'd love it. That would be awesome. Still love it for you to be my boss. And I just want to apologize in advance if I accidentally say Principal Skinner instead of Assistant <laughs> Director. I don't know why. Obviously, I know they're not the same character. <laughs> yeah. Similar. Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Skinner. Um, and it was it was just so good to see him. Like, it I really just was. felt, like, immediately, like... Now we're, like, back in it. Like, uh, competent. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a sense of security. Yes. Surprisingly ripped underneath his oh, clothes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, and, I mean, he doesn't come off like a nice guy, Mm-mm. to be clear. And, I mean, mm-hmm. I forget that most of the time he's kind of an antagonist. Yeah. Um, or at least initially. Initially, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he's basically like, you're not investigating these cases right. Mm-hmm. He's He does not approve of Scully's work on the X-Files. Yeah. And she's super, I think, loyal to, to the X-Files and to Mulder mm-hmm. in that part. And Cigarette Smoking Man, of course, doesn't say a word. Just yeah. kind of lingers and smokes. Yeah. He says something at the end, though. Did you forget? Oh, no. Okay. It is. It is. We'll um, get there. Yeah. So, um, Toombs is uh, trying to get, Eugene Toombs, trying to get out of the mental health facility that he's been in. Yeah. And so him and this Dr. Monty, I believe, yeah. like, kind of seemed more like the antagonist of the episode than Tombs did, frankly. Like, this guy had a real weird sort of energy. Hmm, yeah, yeah. He seemed like, I don't know. He I, he gave off a very creepy mental health professional vibe. Okay, fair enough, yeah. 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 And, uh, but he's trying, well, and I guess, I mean, clearly he's doing something wrong with his job because yeah. he's trying to help Tombs get out of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And there's a trial. Like, yeah. I, I had forgotten I thought Toombs, because they really imply at the end of Squeeze mm-hmm. that he's going to use his squeezy powers to get out of that tiny well, hole. Well, he tries. And he, try, he like, reaches his hand open. Yeah. yeah. But then I feel like if I were him, why bother at that point? Because they're like, oh, your hearing is tomorrow. Right. Um, I forgot that he gets out not in escapes, but, yeah. you know. Legitimate Legitimately. Channels. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so at his... And Mulder testifies. Yes, um, at his hearing. Yes, as an expert witness. And really doesn't come across No, great. no. I was thinking, man, you got to rethink your strategy. <laughs> like, you want to be taken seriously, and you're like, he totally ate these livers in 1903, <laughs> yeah. you know? And, and these are his elongated fingerprints. Yeah, yeah. And, and they even had someone testifying that, like, physically, he's totally normal. Yeah. They didn't see his eyes glow. His eyes glowed a lot, I thought. I didn't remember his eyes doing glowing stuff as much before. Well, maybe it's that need for that fifth liver. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so the whole 
idea, what Mulder and Scully are concerned about is the fact that he only ate four livers before they stopped him last time. And so he needs another one to survive. Or, like, to be able to go hibernate right. in his bile nest. Yeah, yeah. And he's he is released, and he's sent home with this very nice-looking older couple who... Uh, I really didn't want to get eaten. Um, And they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. As Mulder pointed out, it would be too obvious, which is That does make sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he just wants his job back at animal control, which is, like, such a, like, I don't know, of course. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I got distracted if you saw my face. Yeah. It's because I started thinking about the... Arrested Development episode with Tom Jane when he says, I just want my kids back. And I just, like, started thinking about that real vividly and couldn't get my brain to to reroute there for a second. Um, Anyway. Toombs just wants his job back. Toombs just wants his job back. He doesn't have any kids um, that we know about. And he gets it back. That's, like, Mm -hmm. one of the conditions. So he's going to work for animal control again. And, uh, you know, he's outside. He's looking at Roadkill. Some people, oh, yeah, roadkill. And also oh. some people then, and he's like, yeah. I'm a real, I want to eat your liver sort of look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The classic. Yeah, yeah. You know that look. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's clear that Mulder is, like, a little bit obsessed with catching him again. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm forgetting the order of things. I didn't take really any notes this time. Me either. Um, but... Uh, Mulder is, like, staking him out for, you know, like, hours and hours at a time and is clearly, you know, kind of overworking himself. Yeah. And, uh, let's see. They go um, to talk to the cop who helped them previously, who had investigated the murders back in 1963. Mm -hmm. And he says that the murders that were in... I want to say 33, mm-hmm. all the victims were found in the same spot. Or in, in at the crime scene, I mean. Right. And then in... And same s- with the ones in 93. Yes. and But in 63, one of the bodies wasn't found or something. Yes. Yeah, but so, the rest of them were. Right. So one of the bodies wasn't found. Um, but they had part of the liver from it. Which this guy kept in a jar and pulled it out to show Scully. Yeah, just like he's got a box on his kitchen table. What's he pull out of the box? Jar with a piece of liver in it. Yeah, human liver. Yep. From a crime scene. Yep. Which, like, I want to... I want to be like, oh, that wouldn't happen. But going back to, again, all the true crime podcasts I've listened to where, like, previous investigators do a lot of stupid shit. Like, Really? I, God. I mean, I don't know about anyone, like, keeping a liver, but, like, specifically. That'd be really specific, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like, oh, I don't know. People just, especially if this was 1963, mm-hmm. I mean, people just, like, tramped all over crime mm-hmm. scenes and, like, had zero sort of processes for, um, what's it called? Where you keep track of the order of things. Oh, man. I don't know what it's called. Oh, I'm such a disappointment to our father right now. Um, chain of evidence. Oh, okay. Chain of evidence. Um, and uh, I don't know anything. Yeah. I think that I was most impressed that he had the liver handy. 
<laughs> that it's like he just it's right there in a box on his table like does he always have the liver right there has it been there for 30 years well i assumed it was in like his box of tomb stuff that he brought out when scully visited okay that makes more sense yeah. i think i just pictured scully came over and he had his his liver box ah. right there already <laughs> now that makes more sense okay all right i will accept that yeah um and that was found at this one site and mm-hmm. so this this old cop whose name i'm sorry i've forgotten yeah um he's like i'm convinced there's still something there right so his his thought is that there must have been some sort of evidence on the body for tombs to hide it. Yes. And so that's why the body wasn't present at the scene. Yeah, something that would tie tombs right. to the murder. Right. In a more official way than the long, creepy fingerprints. Right. And so they go to, I think they're going to the area where the liver was found. Yes. Because um, yeah. there had been like a slab of cement poured. Yeah. Near that time or something. Um, and so they use some ground penetrating radar, which I thought was portrayed well. Yeah, that seemed reasonable to me. It did. Mm-hmm. And looked, and Scully's explaining how, you know, the person operating it is looking for any sort of abnormality or anomaly, and how, you know, it's their job to see if that could be a body or just like a hole or a big rock or something. All true. I was... Oh, good. I was pleased. Have you worked with I have that? not. Okay. No, but I have colleagues. Who have. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so they find a body. Yeah. I thought it seemed to me mm-hmm. they had that radar, but then they had the cop being yeah. there being like, it's here. It's right here. I can totally tell. And I could not, for the life of me, figure out why. No. I almost felt like, is there a separate X-File <laughs> yeah. about how this dude is psychic? Yeah. Or... It has a link to tombs or something. Yeah. Because it just seemed like he... Because... And he had said earlier it was just a hunch that led mm-hmm. him to think that, you know, the body would be there. Um, but then, yeah, he seemed to just, like, sense it yeah, or something. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. And so, yeah, they find a body. Yeah. They find a skeleton. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's pretty well preserved because it's been encased in cement for 30 years. Yeah. Give and, or take. And the... The ribs look not on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they, um, Scully kind of looks at it in situ. Um, and then in my head I was going, don't start digging, Scully. That's a, the job for a different professional. She oh, didn't. I was okay. very pleased. And then they show, like, a forensic anthropologist guy in a lab with the skeleton. Um, and I felt like that was, like, that was a fair representation of my people. I was I was okay. pleased. What about like with the toothpaste software? No. Okay. No, that was all nonsense. <laughs> okay. I was wondering yeah. uh, what your thoughts were. <laughs> yeah. Um so and also, so this uh so they found these gnaw marks and the forensic anthropologist or whoever he is, someone similar, says that they're probably rodent if the body mm. was sitting out. And so, to me, that's false for two reasons. The first is that if someone was fully articulated, for lack of a better word. What does that mean? So, so like, um, an articulation is where a joint meets. Okay. So, where two bones meet. The okay. joint. Um, so, like, if a skeleton is fully articulated, that would be, like, a skeleton you see maybe, like, hanging somewhere. Like in, you know, like a museum or a doctor's office. They don't do that anymore. But, you know, fully articulated would mean all put together. Okay. And so disarticulated would mean the 
pieces are like scattered. Oh, okay. All right. And so this person was clearly in all, they were clearly articulated. The skeleton, it was clearly as someone would have laid mm-hmm. down and died. Yeah. And uh, there was no evidence that the person had been a skeleton when they were moved. See what I'm saying? Like, yes. Because if someone had been a skeleton, if, if you move just a skeleton, unless it's, like, wired together, right. you're going to have, like, just a handful of bones. Yeah, that makes sense. And this person was, like, all put together. Yeah. Like, they had been... Like, they must have died there, and then right, all of them... Right, had, like, flesh... Evaporate. Nope, not evaporators. <laughs> um, whatever. <laughs> Disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> was... Decayed? Yeah. Okay. Yes. There we go. All yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I wanted to see if you could do it. All of a sudden I have this feeling like, is this a podcast with two sisters who are scientists? Or is this podcast smart sister, dumb sister? <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, we're getting to Roland, the one about physics. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. All right. That's what you meant. All right. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Oh, God. We're just going to keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to interject here, though, that I had last semester, I had a student come talk to me. She's very hardworking. She wants to go into nursing. She was in my physiology class, and she had done really, really poorly on one of the exams. And um, she was talking to me and was, like, worried, like, is this going to, you know, Mm. screw over my chances of doing well in the class? Is this going to screw over my chances of doing, of getting into nursing school? Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to tell her, like, no, you know, it's one exam yeah. in a semester. It's yeah. okay. And she was kind of crying. Oh, and I gosh. Felt bad. Yeah. Um, and I told her, I was like, listen, I, in college, I once got a 19 on a physics <laughs> exam. And she looked at me really earnestly and was like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, God. no, that's not my point. Oh, like, God. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, what did she think your point was? Know. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine now. No one cares. Yeah, yeah. Your point was not, I've suffered even more. Yeah. Like, um, so, yeah, I, I have gotten a 19 on a physics exam. The worst I've ever seen, though, is Gillespie getting a 7. That's pretty bad. That was yeah. also probably much higher up physics than me. So. Yeah, it was it was an upper level thermo class. Yeah, but this was like, yeah. you know, physics 102. But yeah. it was... Physics Uh, is hard. And I also didn't try. (laughs) (laughs) It's even harder if you don't try. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So anyway, so the person decayed. They were in anatomical position. Okay. Like they, so first of all, how would rodents have gnawed on the corpse unless it had happened? Like, it's not like, like if you find a body in the woods, you Mm -hmm. expect to see some gnaw marks from rodents. Mm -hmm. Um, I would think they'd go for like the fingers. Not, like, the ribs right away. I mean, it depends on what's exposed. Okay. All right. Fair. You know? Yeah. Like, if he tore a hole and... Oh, yeah. Oh, get in the liver, of course. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Um, so the ribs would be exposed, but, like, how would the rodents... If, if he was murdered if he, and then put there... Yeah. And just covered in cement... It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And also, you can really easily tell the difference between human teeth marks and I would like to think that I would not mistake mouse and human teeth marks. I can't imagine I would. I can't imagine you would either. No. I mean... Could you make a quiz for me with tooth marks? And some of it is rodent and some of it is human and we see how I do? Well, I mean, the thing is, like, we have to compare on the same surface, right? And it's not going to be bone because there aren't a lot 
of bones with human tooth marks on them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's fair. What about like a well, pencil? Yeah, or like chicken bones or something. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I just see what you can do. I okay? don't even know if I need to though. I, All I right. think it's really fair pretty enough. obvious. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah. Yeah. So that seems a little like anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, and then somewhere in here, Mulder, you know, he's he's staking out tombs, and he's watching this couple tombs is, mm-hmm. and. He's going to try to get into their house through their sewer. Oh, God. Yeah. Which is confusing to me because he can't breathe underwater. Yeah. But he can fit through pipes. <gasps> it's like that nightmare you had. What nightmare? Remember you had a nightmare about this guy coming through the pipes and he was talking about wanting cheese when you were a little kid or oh, something? There was God. a cheese man who came through the pipes. Oh, God. Oh, sorry. Ooh. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff I'm blocking out, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> huh. I, I have had a recur- recurring dream since childhood of being in a, like, hospital basement and, like, knowing there were, like, bodies nearby Ooh. near a morgue. Whoa. Um, but... I forgot about the cheese man. Yeah. Like, he was, like, singing a song or something. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. Um, The only time I've ever woken up screaming from a nightmare. Oh. I... Because it reminded me, you said you can, like, sense that bodies are near. Yeah. I... Uh, I was living with my ex at the time, and I woke him up because I sat up in bed screaming. Oh, I had this dream where I was in this office building, and there was, like, stuff going on on one floor, but then I went up a floor, and it was, like, under construction, and it was totally dark, and there were Mm. all these, like, plastic tarps and stuff, and I just knew there was a sheep nearby. (laughs) (laughs) And then I I woke up screaming just out of the knowledge that a sheep was near <laughs> and I I had and he was like what's wrong and I was like trying to explain I thought there was a sheep real near me and I couldn't see it and that was it that's <laughs> so I just wanted to share that I feel like that then segues nicely into my former dog Rufus oh just like he was a sheep, a sheep. Yeah. yeah yeah I don't have like a sheep phobia or anything to be clear yeah that's one of the rarer ones I would have to imagine yeah. Um, remember that movie, um, Black Sheep? Not the, not the Chris Farley, David Spade one. <laughs> right. The What's one, the other one? <laughs> it was an Australian horror movie and the tagline was, get ready for the violence of the lambs. <laughs> Did I see that? Me and Aaron saw it. Uh, oh. went to the film festival and saw it. I don't, I don't think know I if did. you were there. Yeah. yeah. That's really funny. It's like a bunch of killer sheep. Oh my yeah. God. That's so weird. Yeah. Maybe I, that cow that was out in the wilderness stalking Zach was oh, yeah. uh, more, there more was, lethal there than There were some cows in Northern Ireland that hated Adam. <laughs> yeah. They just gave him, like, a real mean look, though. Mm. They, like, were real suspicious of real him. Real bitchy. Not like that sort of look. More like, I've got your number. You're not going to sneak up on me. Don't even think, you know, don't even yeah. think about it, buddy. Like, that sort of look. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Anyway. Right. Where were we? Um, Tombs is getting through the pipes. Yes. And the problem is the woman in the house uh, who Tombs wants to 
eat her liver, yeah. uh, has put this thing on the toilet so the lid won't open. Right. Like for, I guess if you have like an animal or, no, animals don't open the lids of toilets. Little kids? Well, a cat. Maybe oh, a cat. cat. But yeah, it's like a child lock thing. Can cats open toilet lids? That doesn't seem right. Um, I don't know. I haven't had a cat in a long time. Listeners, let us know. Yeah. Um, anyway, Tombs gets stuck. He reroutes. Yeah. He goes in through an open window and Mulder witnesses this and mm-hmm. knocks on the door and is like, FBI, there's an intruder in your house. Mm-hmm. And they see where he left through, but they don't manage to catch him. Right. Yeah. Um, and this poor woman, she's like, she's her husband is working downstairs and she goes in and is like, oh, I just put the toddler to bed. I'm going to go watch TV in bed. And then, like, she goes in and sees the toilet is acting weird because right, Tooms of is in yeah, it. Yeah, And has to deal with that. Yeah. And then, like, immediately there's, like, Mulder at the yeah. door. I don't know. I just felt very bad for this woman yeah, like, who just wants to watch TV in bed. <laughs> You're like, I understand, yeah, lady. The toddler's asleep. Yeah. You just want to watch TV. <laughs> um, and sometime around this is when Mulder and Scully are sitting in his car. He's been up for a long time and uh she kind of is going to relieve him and bring him some food and uh there's some nice banter yeah um between them and uh she calls him fox and he kind of laughs and uh it's like my parents call me Mulder or yeah. something and uh so he drives off home and Smelly yep. stays to watch yep and we see his trunk lid close as he's driving off so that's bad. It is bad. Mm-hmm. Yep. Finally, it's not just Scully that yeah. has someone yeah. <laughs> following her home. Although Toombs' approach is not, I'm going to kill Mulder and eat his liver, as you no. might expect. Surprisingly. Yeah. It is, I'm going to beat myself up and make it look like Mulder did it. Yeah, poor Mulder is like asleep on the couch and is all exhausted. Mm-hmm. And we see Toombs standing in his apartment and he like scratches his fl- face so that the blood drips on the floor. Yeah. And uh, he shows up at the hospital and um, his like shoulder is dislocated and you know he looks all beat up and he says Mulder did it. Yep. And uh, as he's at the hospital we see him like relocate his shoulder pretty easily. Relocate yeah. seems there like it the is. word. But <laughs> Found it. Yeah. Right. Locate seems wrong as well. Yeah. Dislocate. What's the opposite of dis? Rearticulate. Hey. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Um, side note, I want to talk to you about shoulder dislocation at some point, but we don't need to do that while recording. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's for a writing project. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Also, I just want to note seeing Mulder sleep on his couch. It's a nice thing that they show that Mulder doesn't have a bed. This yeah. goes on for seasons and seasons until, um, I think it's season six, where he switches bodies with someone, not by his oh, yeah. choice. Um, what is that actor's name? He's Lenny of Lenny and Squiggy yeah, from yeah. Vernon Shirley, and he's in a million other things. He's in Clue. He's in Better Call Saul. I can't think I of can't, the actor's yeah. name right now, but that guy... And Mulder switch bodies, and that guy buys a waterbed. Yeah, that's and right. then Mulder has a waterbed for the rest <laughs> of the series. Yeah. So, anyway. So yeah, Mulder gets in trouble. Yeah, they come to arrest him. Yeah. Um, and uh, he ends up talking to Skinner and the cigarette smoking man. Yep. And uh, is kind of, you know, defending himself, saying, "I didn't beat this guy up." 
yeah. obviously. And Scully lies um, and says that he was with her at the time. Yep. Uh, and it's kind of clear that Skinner knows that she's lying, but he kind of lets it slide. Yeah. And then I can't remember how we get to the mall. Um. Yeah, oh my god, how do we get to the mall? Well, if you're on the belt line headed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so somehow they know he's going to go to the mall. Wait, because it's built on the grounds of somewhere else that was yes. important. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. To tombs. Yes. And so because they're trying to figure out where his next nest is going to be. Yes. Right. And so um, it was built on the spot of somewhere that was important to him. And yeah. so um, this, like, m- empty mall, just because it's nighttime, it looks operational, as yeah. we'll see. Yes. <laughs> um, Mulder and Scully go there, and they're kind of, like, looking around, and Mulder's on an upper story, and he kind of looks down and sees Scully standing on, like, a grate, essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're like, well, all right. You know, he likes those things. Yeah. And uh, I get nervous when I walk over grates in cities, but hmm. it's just for normal. I'm going to fall through it and die reasons. It, it doesn't occur to me. I should also be thinking about as stretchy liver eating men. Yeah. As an extra threat. God, so. I forgot all about the cheese man. That is <laughs> it's like really bumming me out now. <laughs> God. Um, so they open it up and it's like a duct system and there's only room for one of them to go down and uh and so Mulder kind of volunteers and says something like you know you get the next mutant scully (laughs) yeah and uh he's then in a duct system and eventually being chased by a bile covered tombs real disturbingly yes that like that was creepy that was some creepy stuff imagery Yeah. yeah tombs in the duct crawling after him. Yeah, yeah. Not not a fan. You didn't watch this episode when you were a kid, did you? I don't think I could have. I don't yeah. think, like... I mean, I would have been about the right age, but I can't imagine a situation where I would have seen this as a kid. No. Because, like, really can't. You weren't even... I wasn't really watching, watching it at the it. time. Yeah. The Travises were. Yeah, but I don't... I don't... That, that doesn't, doesn't feel right. No, okay. it doesn't... All right. It doesn't spark any okay. memories. Um... Just coincidence. (laughs) Fun. (laughs) Um, And uh, so Mulder eventually climbs back towards the opening and Scully kind of grabs his arm and helps pull him back up to the Mm -hmm. surface. And Mulder real quick hits the um, button to start the, whatchamacallit? Escalator. The escalator. And Toombs gets... Escalated. Yeah. (laughs) Sucked beneath it and shredded... Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I guess no matter how stretchy you are, yeah. there's a certain amount of space you take up. Yeah. And an escalator can shred you. Yeah. I don't know. I picture it like a cheese grater or something. See, I'm picturing it more like a um, a real pointy belt. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, like a punk style belt with the studs on it? No. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Just, you know, it's like... I mean, like an escalator. Okay. <laughs> You're picturing like it an like an escalator. Yeah. I see. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so Tombs is gone. Tombs is dead. Yeah. Yeah. They show uh, then his file being closed, and it says closed on it. <laughs> and uh, Skinner 
and Cigarette Smoking Man are in the office together. And Skinner is closing the file and he says something to the effect of, you know, do you believe any of this? And uh, the Cigarette Smoking Man says something to the effect of, I believe it. Or, Mm. you know, I think they're telling the truth. Um, Which is something else. Yeah. 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 And that's that's the first time we've heard him speak. Yeah. Um, not that we've seen him that much, but right. Yeah. And I also want to note something interesting that I need to look up regarding <laughs> uh, tombs is that I was looking up a detail about this episode, and I was just on the like X Files wiki. Yeah. And it said three appearances. Oh. But so I, I don't know if there was, as far as I know, there was never like a clip show. So <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that's about, so I want to look into that, because huh. he's pretty clearly dead, and I yeah. feel like I would be well aware if he were in a third episode. Yeah, So, same. like, do they flash back to it in another one? Maybe. I also feel like whoever's in charge of the X-Files wiki, they know their stuff. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, It's good very thorough. Really? Like, yes. Oh, yeah. wow. Well done. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Do we have any listener stories? Not today. Okay. Um... I thought about scrambling to find one, but I thought, nah. (laughs) And I didn't. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, well. (laughs) It'd be lost to time. Oh, you know what? I did think of something that I have been thinking about every time I listen to one of our finished episodes, but never think about while we're recording it. Hmm. And... It's, are we lying? Um, in Because think about how our segment opens. It says we are lifelong X-Files fans. Yeah. But the, but we're younger, we're older than the X-Files. Oh. Yeah. I mean. We're, we've been fans of the X-Files hmm. for all our adult lives. Okay, but think about it this way. If mm. we were, say, 80 right okay. now, mm-hmm. which might be how long it takes us to get through the entire series. <laughs> Um, would you then accept being called a lifelong? Yeah, absolutely I would. So, I mean, I feel like, like, would you call yourself a lifelong White Sox fan? Absolutely. So I don't think it's any different. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because yeah. I was not following next, or true, but also uh, White Sox when I was like five. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Exactly. So since you've been knowledgeable yes. of them, yeah. mm-hmm. you've been a yeah. fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was never like, I hate the X-Files. Or, right. I hate the White Sox. I don't even like saying it out loud, yeah. frankly. Like, yeah. I would not, as much as it pains me to say, I would not call myself a lifelong guacamole fan. Because no. I was like... You were 12 and I was 18. Yes. And we were at this picnic. Yep. Our friend Corey. Corey, it, it's the same day we yep. both started liking guacamole. Sometimes I think about that. I had 18 years. I could have been eating avocados wow. and I wasn't. Yeah. See, I didn't get a listener story, but you got to hear this. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, you know, but I, since being introduced to the X-Files, I've been 100% Yeah, absolutely. Fan. Yeah, it wasn't like guacamole. No. 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 I'm sorry, guacamole. It's okay. We just have to eat more of it now to make up for it. <laughs> Deal. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for another episode of We Want to Believe. I'm Helen. I'm also Liz, as usual. <laughs> and <laughs> I was trying our ending. <laughs> oh, do we? Is that like our official ending? Yeah, now? I think so. Oh, I well, thought we were still not. waiting for somebody to give us a better one. No, I gave us a better one. Oh, that was it. Okay, let's, yeah. let's do it again. Okay, all right. Uh, thanks for another episode of We Want to Believe. I'm Helen. And I'm Liz. And we'll see you next time. Yay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>